Hi, I'm Cody. And I'm Brandon. Welcome to Failure to Log Out, where we discuss different anime, video games, etc. Where we break down different episodes of the anime or video games to help people fall in love with the shows and video games like we did. If that sounds good to you, then come on, let's log in. Hey everyone, so welcome to the, uh, the the first episode of the Failure to Log Out podcast. And as you can tell, this is going to be a, an anime video game kind of like a review where we're going to we're going to pick a series and discuss it. And Brandon and I, we actually picked a series uh, this time around that we just discovered on a fluke. Yeah, I think it was just like just flipping two channels and kind of caught an eye yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it, uh, the series is called Super H Arrows. Well, I think it, it's it's spelled heroes, but if you look at the way that like they what they refer to it, it's X Arrows. But if you want to search for it on Funimation or that, you you have to type uh, superhero X. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's that. That is how uh, we watch a lot of our anime. We watch it on Funimation. I personally, I know I catch a lot of flack for it, but I personally do like watching dubbed anime. Um, I think you have a choice with Funimation, either doing dubbed or subbed. Yeah, you do. And some people don't. There are some people that are super, absolutely yeah. against watching dub. And for me personally, that's what I grew up watching, so that's what I'm going to dive into. Yeah. So, as we talked about, this is going to be... We're going to go over each, epi- each episode so far. We'll be discussing each episode in Superhero X. Yeah, and uh, please bear with us. This is a, a brand new podcast. This just kind of stemmed from uh, Brandon and I. We're, we're best friends. We watched anime for a very long time with one another. And we always would sit down and discuss things and uh, kind of make like future predictions. Um, so this is kind of kind of like the brainchild of like a hobby of ours and the one thing that we are going to be doing is the like with this superheroes x uh we have not watched this series to completion yet we've yeah. only watched well we started a couple episodes but this is uh we're starting with episode one and we are gonna we're gonna watch this and live it with you the listeners um, eventually, the show will be on YouTube as well. Uh, we are kind of looking into the brain of everything, uh, like getting into it. But I actually host another podcast, the Lunch After Dark podcast, with uh, a friend of mine uh, named Mark. Uh, and Brandon's been a guest on it a few times. And Brandon's actually on another podcast. My, my podcast is the Platform Podcast. We're usually on YouTube or Twitch. So if you want to check that out, we usually just talk video games and the business of video games yeah um i know i was featured on at one point in time um with uh my other podcast the lunch of the dark podcast it is th- there's no rhyme or reason to it it's literally just bsing with friends uh and it can be pretty raunchy so um keep that in mind it's an explicit podcast 18 or older <laughs> definitely 18 or older anyway so let's uh let's dive into t- dive into the show so first off i want to start with i found a synopsis for people who might not know what this show is so the plot of this show is someone once said hero is written with the words h and arrow 
Enjo Reto is a superhero who fights against the troublesome bugs that are trying to strip the humanity of their lust, as well as because of the fact that his first love has suffered an attack of the aliens, and she no longer loves him. Unforgivable. He now, with the power of the X-Arrows, which is a wristwatch, like the device that gives its owner the power in exchange for the user's erotic power, tries to settle a score with the invaders. Five heroes are ready to save all with H and Arrow. Their names are Shiriaki, Enjo, Hoshino, Momozono, and Tenukichi. So that is, that. that's just a real brief summary. That is actually, I found that off IMDb. Um, because, I mean, my description of that was going to be completely different. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I am a fan of a harem anime. Love harems, and it's not any, it's not for any specific reason other than I love, I love the comedy dynamic of, yeah. of a harem. Like, I mean, let's, I mean, let, let's call it what it is. Yeah, there's a lot of fan service in it, which, don't get me wrong, I'm definitely not a fan of... No, I can't say that. I definitely am a fan of fan service. Yeah. No, but uh, what I what I'm saying is with um with it, a harem, the situations they get in are funny because a lot of harems that take place like the kids are teenagers. And let's be honest, we were all teenagers at one point. I know when I was a teenager, I was an idiot. I did a lot of stupid things. True. Especially when it was trying to impress the opposite sex. Like you just you do a lot of dumb things and you get put in awkward situations that like watching an anime you're like there's no way that would happen <laughs> lo and behold yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i mean not to the extremes that they go to but <laughs> i know when this anime opens up it seems innocent like it's an innocent show yes it definitely did and that was do all right so when we put the show on um we, we were kind of just scrolling through um we were just scrolling through Funimation, and this one was there. We're like, yeah, all right, we'll check it out. Um, and it, like, you know, because we, we've watched ones like uh, Your Lion April and stuff like that, and it just was, it seemed different. Um, so, <clears throat> we decided to uh, check this one out, and... So yeah, it was uh, something that we just decided to put on, and it starts out, it's all nice and innocent. And so episode one is called, In This World Filled With Light. Okay, so that, again, sounds like it's going to be innocent. And so let's talk about one of the things I noticed right about, right off the bat of this anime. No intro, anime opening scene. None. Jumps right directly into the story. Yeah. Um, I know that... <laughs> I like how like the the two kids like the main protagonists. Yeah, that that is Reddo the male, uh, the redheaded male, and Hoshino is the blonde girl. And she is showing him how to hold hands. Yes, there's there's apparently different ways of how kids hold hands and adults hold hands. Yeah, well, it's it's the uh, the cupping is for kids, adults inter interlocking the fingers. That's what she's showing them. And there's like this, this you know, magical moment where they're staring at each other, and the, you know the 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 wind and everything. Like it's just it paints a really pretty picture, and then it fades out, and you just get that voiceover, and said on that day, 
and then it cuts to five years later. And uh, when we were watching it, I remember us going, whoa, <laughs> like, how do you got to skip over that? Let's backtrack. Come on. And that's what this show did very well, which you know, I know it hooked me was that it, uh, it, it kept giving you like a little nugget, but yeah. nothing. And there was nothing until like the very end, big reveal. And you, uh, by that point, I'm all right. All right. Like I'm in by because you you tease me enough and now the the release and I'm like all right I I can get down with this. So like you know as he said five years gone past they're teenagers now. Yeah. And you notice right off the bat that the girl has changed in some way like. You know, she she's, doesn't like holding hands. She don't like. She's very. She's wearing like uh gloves. Wearing, yeah, wearing gloves now, so she doesn't come in contact with uh, any boys or anything like that. Um, she doesn't even like to touch boys' things, like a notebook yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so it, it cuts to five years later. The opening scene. Um, they are sitting in a classroom, and of course, in a harem style situation. Uh, there is a group of boys sitting around talking. The one kid, they're having like a regular conversation. All of a sudden, boom, right out the gate. He's holding up a, you know, swimsuit catalog for, for Reddo to see. And he goes, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, which one do you like, man? And, you know, because that's going to be natural in the shows. Uh, and then cut to Hoshino coming over. He's like, you boys are disgusting. And she says, this crap is what belongs in the bathroom. And, you know, she like starts tearing into him and they're just like, but they're hot. <laughs> like that that is that kid's defense. He's like, it's hot. They're yeah. hot, man. You know? So um we end up uh we kind of follow along in that journey, that conversation, and then it you know, there's all these moments where they're talking about things and yeah, you, you you get the feeling that it's something happened, but like I said, you don't know what. Yeah, and he uh, keeps referring her as a, his first love. Yeah. And so, uh, cut to later, she, she's walking by and she is asked to help carry notebooks to the classroom. So she does that, and Reto is walking by, and Hoshino, he sees her just staring at these notebooks. And he's just like, hey, do you want some help? Because I know you probably don't want to touch the boys. And she, she's grateful that he's doing it, and she's just like, yeah, uh, but you, you got to stay one meter away from me. I don't care what you do, blah, blah, blah. So, naturally, it, it cuts them walking down the hallway, and it shows... It, this is one of the nice things about the show. It has a comical element to it. So, like, it actually specifies, like, a little arrows pop up and, you know, shows the one meter distance, which made me laugh really hard. <laughs> Be, only because it made me think of, like, South Park when Carmen walked around with his six-foot uh, social yeah. distancing stick. Um, but I digress. Uh, so... What happens next, Brandon? Do you remember at this moment at five minutes and 42 seconds? I had to spot that down because that is the first instant of this kind of stuff in this series. So, like, I think they're walking down the stairs and somehow she trips. And you see papers fly in the air and all that, and it cuts to them again. Where he is somehow, I don't know how this happens, but somehow is holding her boob. Yeah, I say, okay, so re-watching it, I paid attention to this. Because there's there's another part to it also. 
Uh, okay, so they're he, she, she slips or something going down the stairs, and he <laughs> says, like, watch out. So what he does, he slow slides up in behind her. Like, that, that's... She's falling down, he slides down, so he ends up getting behind her. So the way he grabs a hold of her is groping her chest. Yeah. Now, if you pay attention, the book that she's holding, the notebooks, cover up her skirt region because it's blowing up. That was another yeah. moment, that was something that we had missed when we watched it, because I remember when we watched it, when we were seeing the groping thing, I, like, I remember I looked at you, I'm like, that, how does that happen? Yeah. Like, how do you dramatically slide, like, okay, I'm not a super intelligent person, like, when it comes to physics and everything, but I'm pretty sure it is damn near impossible to slide with that much force to protect her from falling down the stairs, reach up under her shirt. And... Well, he wasn't under her shirt. He was. Just... Oh, wait, that's right. It was over her shirt. Yeah. Okay, well, you don't magically... He doesn't have instant transmission. This is Dragon Ball Z. He doesn't have that power. We'll I... talk about his power. It's, it's something. Well, I think you could, could slide. Like, if you're falling... And you, you just let yourself go, and you just slide down. You want to try? Do you want to go outside and slide down the but steps? No. <laughs> you can try to fall. I'll see if I'll catch you. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's possible if you're willing to hurt yourself to save. All right. So, all right. Keep that in mind. Would you do it? Probably. Would, okay. <laughs> Would you do it to save her? Yes. Okay, not to just a cop a feel? No. Oh, okay. I just wanted to clarify that for the <laughs> listeners. You know, this is episode one. We gotta, you know, paint a right picture. Um, so, yeah, that happens, and they, they get to the they, the landing part before the next part of the stairs, and they have this, like, intimate moment where they're like, what the heck, you know, how did you do that? Why would you do that? And as in all harems, she's upset and mad and he's like it was an accident but they never see that that way they always see you're a pervert um so the next thing happens uh it cuts to Reddo walking down the street and a tv is playing a news broadcast and this is the moment when uh brandon and i when we were watching this brandon what was your reaction to the news footage okay so like I, I think I happened just to look up at this news part, and I, and I looked, and then I had to like, what the fuck is going on with this here? Because it just shows a, a, whenever anyone sees a blurred image, you think the worst. I know you guys will also. Oh, I thought it was a giant dick. <laughs> Immediately, I was like, because I remember looking at you going, dude. <laughs> So, like, the image is blurred on the news thing, so you can't even see what it is. And my worst thoughts just start spiraling of what are they going to show but blurred out on an anime, no no or less. No, we've seen, seen some stuff. <laughs> and I think it cuts to the newscasters, you know, explaining what this is and how it's an alien. It's H-Energy. Because uh, I made sure that I took down notes uh, about what he's talking about. They steal your age energy. Which is hormone energy. Yeah. Um, so, and the, the aliens are called, they're called uh, Keyshoes or Keyshoes or something like that? Keyswees or something? I, I, I wrote down how to spell it, but I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't <laughs> remember. It's uh, K-I-S-E-I-C-H-U. Um, they're aliens that are stealing the H energy. Um... 
So after this, there it, it Reto sees this and he's like on that you know, because I've seen this before, like back on that day. That's it. No more dialogue. That's the end of it. And then you're sitting there going, "Come on, dude. Come on. Finish your story." Um, and then it cuts to the idol. Yeah, the idol where she's getting ready to perform for these people in the stands, and somehow she just magically like like throws up her hand and her shirt gets untied. And it, it, and it like her shirt opens up magically. Yeah, and it was a bikini top. Yeah, you need well, to specify as a bikini top. Well, it and then everyone's like, <gasps> like all gasping and all like smiling, and then the alien thing is like basically sucking them dry. Oh yeah, and and like ever like you know like they're happy, and then all of a sudden they're ho. Gets drained and they're like, blah. Like, they yeah. don't feel like, they don't feel anything. They just feel blah. Yeah, and then, uh, the, the, so the idol, when her top comes off, she runs backstage, comes back, and after all the energy is drained, and she's like, where are you guys going? I'm gonna, and then she her energy gets drained, and then she pulls off her thing, and it's like, I'm gonna go find a real job. And yeah. then she walks off. And this is the moment that I wrote down, I underlined a bunch of times, epic hero reveal. So, that's that big epic hero reveal that we've been waiting for throughout this entire thing. You knew it was coming because yeah. of this this presence that he has as he's walking around. He's like, yeah, on that day I wanted to be a hero and all that kind of stuff. So you know something's going to happen. I did not expect, however, for his power to be what it is. So, Brandon, do you want to want to tell everyone what his power is? So they have these watches, and like when you turn the watch, it gives you your power. And, like, flames start shooting up, and, like, he's, like, you know, like, he did this superhero punch and, like, knocks the bad guy out, and you just see flames, and all of a sudden the flames start getting, like, dimmer, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> boom. He's naked! Yeah. Like, straight up, like, his pa- I guess his power, like, there's, his, he has flames, but he don't have, he can't get flame-resistant clothes. Oh, no. I and mean... Then, you know, and you and you find out why, you know, like why he did what he did, and eventually, that. yeah. Uh, so the next thing after that, after he smacks this like praying mantis alien thing, and you know becomes naked, he uh, then gets gets cut to um the uh, you meet the uncle, and the uncle is you know working on um Reda's watch. Giving them like kind of like a, you know, we, we, we find out that they're trying to build a team of multiple different people, uh, all that have the same age kind of energy he has to, you know, fight back these aliens. And they're looking for one more me- member. Coincidentally, obviously, there has to be one more. Yeah. One more will join. Um, so then after that, we end up getting to Reto talks about uh, he wanted to become a hero to. Because of Hoshino being his first love, he wants to protect her because it will happen to her back on that one day. Here it is again, that day, that day. Um, and I think they, but, they meet up and he's trying to apologize to her. Right, but there there is one thing I wanted to talk about uh, that I, I wrote it down because I really did like this quote that he says. Uh, someone once told him, the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. And I like, I, mean, I heard that line and sitting there thinking... 
What? Because, you know, you think about, like, love is such a passionate feeling, such strong, and hate is a very strong word and everything, too. But then if you think about it, in a way, I, I kind of understand, and I can I can get that logic that it's, it is indifference. Because that burning desire for somebody where you absolutely have to have them. Yeah. The opposite of that would be indifference where you don't care. True. Where they mean, that person means nothing to you anymore. That's and to me, that's a worse feeling than hatred. Yeah. Um, but I did. I really did like that. Uh, so then you you were right. Um, he cuts to them. Uh, he's apologizing what happened the next day, and that and boom, the alien comes back with a new body. Yeah, epic upgrade. I wrote yeah. like and I I underline because he's like rah, I'm gonna run over, I'm gonna punch you, and then he punches, and the alien's like. Ha! You pissy. You cannot break my impenetrable body. And this is what in this part I had to crack up laughing because oh, yeah. he, he's with her, and like he, he he drained all his power from the first battle, and the only thing he could do was just throw a shirt over the alien's head. Yeah. The alien was like, "What kind of device is this? Yeah. <laughs> I can't see." Yeah, I, I wrote down. I was like, "Epic quick retreat attack." <laughs> and then at this moment, he grabs her hand. Okay, and this is important from the beginning. Yes. So he grabs her hand, and they're running, and you hear her in her mind going, "What is this feeling? Yep. Like, you know, like I'm having these feelings again." And they run in. I guess back to the same place as the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it's the playground from the very beginning opening scene. Yeah, so they're sitting there hiding inside the little toy thing. Yeah, and that's also the same and, same place from the opening scene. So it's not only like an external location the same, it's the very exact same moment that the show opens up to. That's where this is leading. So like he, he realized he stole her in her hand and he apologizes for it. And she goes, no, please just you know keep holding my hand. And so, I'll forgive you this time. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you want to talk about what happens inside there, but I mean, I wrote it down. Just like yeah. these are all these, like I see when we're doing this, I'm gonna take notes of things I want to make sure that we talk about because either they're funny, they're important to the story, or uh, I gotta let you know when the fan service is. So, uh, so what happens in there? They're sitting there and they're having this discussion, and uh. She, Hoshino, is having this internal monologue going over and over about trying to figure things out. And she talks about how on that day she closed off her heart. So now with these feelings of them just holding hands, keep that in mind, all they did was hold hands. This has unlocked her heart, which then turns into a nude epic fan service scene where there's jiggling everywhere. There's sparkles covering nipples and it shows this the opening the heart i to, dude did, did you realize that looks like an iron maiden from yeah. back in the renaissance days like and i was like oh that is that is terrible but the way that it opens just it was very suggestive and I'm like no come on um so yeah that that was just the one the one thing that i really wanted to bring out was just that that little scene like you have this nice touching voiceover boom 100 percent ridiculous you <laughs> jump right in so uh ne- next the uh the alien turns into a bigger form somehow it looks like a giant ant head like i don't yeah. know how or to... like a praying mantis type thing yeah like the queen and so like you know they're standing there and 
I think at this time he like, he just like no they they didn't do anything with their watches oh because they're no they they yeah they're just holding hands and at this point they're they're sparkly yeah sparkly with this H Aurora flowing around them and they he says says to her we'll take this thing down together and then they go ha and they punch and sparkle nipple fan service is what i wrote down <laughs> because it immediately their clothes burn off and there's all this magic but you see the clothes particles flowing around these particles are everywhere and they're standing on top of this jungle gym at this playground just staring off in the distance like yeah we did it and then it gets really awkward because <laughs> she's found out she's naked yeah yeah they're, they're both completely butt ass naked <laughs> out on a child's playground and yeah. like yeah, well, I mean, I there's nothing else to say. Is like you, th- th- no one should ever be naked at a playground. <laughs> like, I, I don't care what the reasoning is. So then it, it cuts to uh, they're sitting there, they're having like a heart to heart discussing, and she's saying like he, she's she'll help him out or whatever because yeah. she just saw everything that happened. And then um, what happened next? Well, I don't know if it was is before that or after that, where like it kind of like. Cuts to why like, why she changed. Oh, that's right. You're right. Because back in the day when they're younger from the opening scene, I don't know if anyone missed it, but you see something flying overhead. And it cuts back to um, the guy on the ground and the girl, like, protecting him. And the alien, like, kind of, like, sucks up her H aura. But he, he nothing happens, so he's like, Wow, you're like super extra horny person and yeah. all that, and that offended her. So that made her close up her heart. Yeah, because he says, uh, uh, I wrote down, um, that her Hoshno gets H absorbed by the alien. The alien reveals that she had too much H energy because she is super horny. That is why she doesn't touch or talk to boys is because she has so much energy pent up. Which you see that too because when it showed earlier when the like other people got their stuff taken away, they went like completely zombie. Like it yeah. showed her and she's like, "Whoa, that felt different." Like <laughs> so you you knew something was up with that. So then it cuts to these three girls come walking in and like the yeah. ones just talking and you're like, "Who wouldn't know?" Yeah, they, they came to her who clothes. Yeah, that was something that I wanted to... I took note of because, like, they just coincidentally have the cl- perfect size clothes that are going to fit her. <laughs> like, I mean, to, and who walks around... Okay, they, they're surprised and they walk up like, oh, who's this girl? But yet they have an extra set of clothes for her. Yeah, it's a show. <laughs> I know, but I mean, if that's just one of those moments, I'm like, all right, come on, buddy. <laughs> and But yeah, so then... um. Because, yeah, in my words, I actually wrote where, of course, they have extra clothes that fit her perfectly. <laughs> uh, but that, so then they, they start, start yeah, they start talking about the uh, XROs and, like, what it is. And then the, the rule is they all have to live under the same roof. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Because in all natural harem scenarios, Hoshino learns that they have to live on one roof. And she's like, <gasps> Reddo lives with three other girls, <laughs> and then it pans up to the sky, and then Reddo gets smacked. <laughs> End episode, and then anime intro is revealed. And I remember when we first watched the anime intro, 
I just as soon as it started, it shows him like in that outfit, and he's like sings like some random thing. I remember uh, you going, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> and like laughing. So, but yeah, so that is um, that is the first episode of Super uh, H Arrows or X Heroes, whatever the pronunciation is. Um, it's available on uh, Crunchyroll and Funimation uh, to watch. Um, but that is our first episode, kind of inaugural, and that's that's kind of the way that we're going to do things, you know, kind of interject thoughts and everything like that. Um, so overall, uh, I think what I would like to do is at the end of these episodes, like when we break something down, what would you break that episode? For, keep in mind with it being the intro episode to a season. I'll give it a six. A six? Okay. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a seven. Uh, one thing, the reason I'm going to give it a seven is because I liked, I liked that element. Like I said earlier in the beginning of the, there was a story element that they were holding out until the very end. So yeah. by the time we got that reveal, I was hooked because I was waiting the whole time. True. Um, so why would you give it a six? What did you feel was missing? What? Well, it's the first episode, so you know, there's going to be more to come. So I'm just waiting to see. If it gets better, mm, okay. Um, predictions. What's your prediction? We can't really have a prediction for episode two. Um, um, I think by the end of the series, I I'm gonna guess that they're gonna fall back in love again. Mm-hmm. That's my prediction. Okay. All right. Um, I I have that prediction as well, but I'm gonna have. My other prediction is going to be that there is going to be a new character that's introduced hmm. that is going to change, like, everything up. Like, not as a bad guy means there will be another character, because how they were saying there's, you know, they only need one more. I bet they come across another one who is going to, something, something's going to happen. Okay. Um, that's, the, that's just my prediction. But, like you said, we have not watched this yet. All the yeah. way through, so we have no idea. So this will be something different for us all. Um, but with that being said, I think we can wrap up our first episode. Uh, in, in, in the beginning, you know, since each one of the anime episodes are like twenty-two, so we just you know keep our episodes right around like half hour, a little bit over. Yeah. Um, granted, eventually we can you know cover more episodes. Like this, something new we're trying. So yeah. you know, all the bugs will get figured out eventually. Um. Mm. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share this out to all your friends and family. And if you like this, don't forget to check out the Lunch After Dark podcast on YouTube. Yeah, we're on YouTube, uh, Apple, iTunes, Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, every, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Lunch After Dark is on there. And if you're also liking Lunch After Dark, check out the Platform Podcast. You can find us on Twitch, YouTube, and Spotify. All right, and I know I don't want to do it, but thanks we log out of here. Let's do it. <laughs>